missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Income tax time coming up. You don't even pay taxes. They take tax. You get the check, money go. Sorry, I gotta pay taxes. Money. Oh, I just got a big tax refund. Oh, it is tax day, Shaw. Did you wait till the very last minute? I got mine done a couple weeks ago. Gene? Last week, I think. Last week. We got ours done back in February. Why do you guys take so long? I had to wait for some paperwork to come in. Me too. You will have to now too. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, I just found that out. I was up front and yeah, I was asking about that and they said, yeah, so now I got to wait until well, March. Yeah, typically yeah. yeah. mid-March. Pretty much mid-March. I said, I wish I had known that before I decided to sign up for this whole stupid thing and then I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> now I got to wait till March to do my taxes. Mm-hmm. Awful. And the taxes get a little more complicated, too. I don't care. I pay somebody to do that. That's why I go to Schneider Accounting and Tax. He's the man. Jeff is my guy. Been my guy for years and will continue to be my guy. I just drop it off and say, here, you do it. And that's how I like it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Americans spend $6.1 billion hours, billion with a B, Shaw, Whoa. doing their taxes every year total. Now, that's everybody all together. Uh, the average person spends about 13 hours and 240 bucks completing their personal taxes. Wow. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. 90% of tax returns are filed electronically these days, which is nice. 57% of people prepared and e-filed their own tax returns. Did you do your own or? No. No. Yeah. Again, I don't I don't have any time for that. When my wife and I got first together, we uh, started well, doing you our can, own. Yeah. Once... But we only had 1040 easies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Eh, whatever. But not anymore. Uh, over the past 20 years, there have been an average of 420 annual changes to the tax code. <laughs> There are 4 million words in the tax code, which is twice the amount in all five of the Game of Thrones books combined. <laughs> That's books an interesting huge, statistic. Too. Let me remind you what I just said. Yeah. Twice the amount yeah, that's in a all lot. five Game yep. of Thrones mm-hmm. books combined. You take all five, you put them together, you double that, and that's what you got for tax code. Some some guy in a basement somewhere is writing that. You know what I mean, Shaw? Mm-hmm. How many people wait until the last minute? As of April 1st, which was, uh, what, two weeks ago, 71% of Americans had filed their taxes, 18% still had to do it, and 11 said they didn't have to file. There's people that don't have to file? How do I become one of those people? Uh, I have no income. Uh, oh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, if you get a refund, what do you do with the money, Shaw? Put it in savings. Put it in savings, Gene? I don't get one, I don't think. You don't get one? <laughs> I, I you thought, get one here you, and you pay one there. Right. You, know, you got one from federal, you get, and you got to pay state or the other way around. So it, it was a wash. In uh, one poll, one recent poll, 27% of Americans use it to pay off debt. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Put it towards a credit card. 24% save it. 13% treat themselves to something nice. 11% use it to buy everyday necessities. And then 10% use it to cover a big purchase they really need, like a car or mm-hmm. some repair on their vehicle, something like that. There's actually 7% of Americans who are sadists. They claim they enjoy filing their taxes. Who would they? I don't think I know those people. And uh, if you did your taxes early, you can celebrate today with an income tax cocktail. You ever heard of one of these? No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. All right, here we go. You ready, Sean? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, gin, sweet vermouth, Ooh, like dry vermouth, orange juice, and a splash of bitters. Since hmm. it's such a bittersweet day. Ah, got it. That's where the tax day income tax cocktail comes from, Shaw. I'm going to pass and just drink some beers while the Red Sox are on at 10-10 this morning. Yeah. Nice. I love it. I wish all games were at 10-10 in the morning. Sick of this 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night stuff. This is annoying. Did they ever get the race in then? Which With race? the rain delay? Last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just took a long, long time. But tax day, good luck. Buy yourself a stamp. Yeah, one more thing. Um, none of them want to pay taxes again. Like ever. ever. Yeah, if I was saving the world from a asteroid shot, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to pay taxes forever. Somebody could just take care of that for me. That'd be great. Yep, just don't send me any of that. I'm no longer on that list. Take me off that list. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7.
The Rock. At our uh, Easter celebration, if you will, Easter dinner. Mm-hmm. More of a dinner than a celebration, but uh, our Easter get-together. Mm-hmm. There was uh, an egg hunt. Those are popular, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's several little children that come to our Easter dinner, and they were thrilled to go outside and pick up Easter eggs that were filled with candy Absolutely. and cash. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> my is it my cousin? Now that I, I'm, I mean, I've been married to my wife almost a decade now. So is it technically my cousin? Can I just say my cousin? Well, you can. I think it Even would be your not... cousin-in-law, and technically, but I All think, right. yes, you can. My cousin-in-law yes. went out and bought the Easter eggs for the Easter egg hunt and didn't realize that all the Easter eggs had the same candy inside. There was like 100 of them. So the two kids who did the Easter egg hunt, their brother and sister, they're each out there going crazy, getting all <laughs> and the they Easter have the exact eggs. Same thing. And then they come back in, and they're opening these things, and there's either a little bit of change which are the ones that she loaded up, or Smarties, which they were very upset about. (laughs) Why do I keep getting the same candy? Where's the chocolate? Where's the chocolate? So funny. The one kid, he's like, Mom, can I bring some of these in for my snack to school? (laughs) Like, the kid realized that he didn't want to eat all these Smarties, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to pretend to be a nice, caring individual. Like, I want to... I want to help out my classmates with some candy, but I really just don't want all this crappy mm-hmm. Smarty candy. But uh, Easter egg hunts, mostly for kids, except in Michigan, Shaw, yeah, where they have an adult Easter egg hunt. I know some families that do this. But this one is different. This one mixes in a little bit of horror, Ooh. which is my jam. They do it at night, Shaw, and they give you a really weak flashlight, <laughs> and they've got zombies and people oh. in costumes out there in the woods, and it's just a hell of a good time. Well, let's do an Easter egg hunt at night. Add a little bit of fear to it with, with zombies and whatever else. You're going to get this little flashlight that only shines maybe five, six feet in front of you. So beyond that, it's total darkness. There's some spooky uh-uh. things out there, <laughs> and they'll be waiting. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. How do I combine my favorite holiday, Halloween, with Easter? You get zombies. It's a novel idea. Out in the woods. It's called Fear the Bunny, and it's in Fenville, Michigan. Do you know where that is? I have no I idea don't. where that is. Uh, but it's an adult horror-themed event happening in Fenville. Uh, the Pier Cove Cargo Company hosting the event. It's actually this coming weekend, so they, they, they said, you know what, we're not going to try to do it on Easter weekend and compete, but this Saturday, if you've got the time and you, and you want to drive to Michigan, uh, you can take part in this thing. Participants buy their tickets ahead of time, won't know where they're going to go until the day of the event, so that you have no idea where you're even going on this one, Shaw. They're just going to give you the directions the day of. You show up in the park, maybe in the woods, and it's dark out, and you got a little crappy flashlight, one of those like $1 flashlights that you get at the gas station. And then you just traipse around through the woods trying to get stuff and Mm-mm. hope for the best. Mm-mm. What's inside those eggs they've hidden? Those I, liquor bottles or? Maybe. Tickets are 25 bucks. Includes an event t-shirt, a canvas Easter bag, a flashlight, and a chance to find the eggs, candy, and gifts. you got to be 21 or older, so my guess is there's probably some mm-hmm. booze. Hey, I don't know, man. If they got some good stuff out there that they're hiding, might be worth it. And you get a good scare. Think Haunted House meets Easter. Come on, Gene. Mm-mm. It's not for me. I mean, I understand what the appeal for some people, but I don't. I don't need to pay other people to get scared. Nope, maybe, maybe it's we not can my figure out a way to make that happen here, Shaw. As opposed to start a new tradition. Yes, I'm all about that. Let's do that here, so I don't have to drive to Fenville, Michigan. Yeah, it's a drive. Fear the bunny <laughs> in Michigan this coming Saturday. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Morning to you too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. What is classic rock? What is classic rock? Is that what you said? What is classic rock, Shaw? Uh, the stuff we grew up listening to. Hey, hey, mom. Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. I'd say 70s. Is, seven, is, is the decade Late of the 60s, 70s. 70s. The only era of classic rock. No. No. Like, we don't think of Bill Haley and the Comets 
Rock Around the Clock mm-hmm. as classic rock. We think of that as oldies, correct? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, but then there's like that 60s era where like the like Hendrix and Who and mm-hmm. stuff where you you count about, that in class. What about The Doors? Yeah. Classic sure. rock. Sure. Classic rock Doors? Yeah, so late 60s, 70s, maybe even the beginning of the 80s. Is classic rock something where you hear it and you're like, that's classic rock? As opposed to a certain decade or... Yeah, because there's music that came out in the 60s and 70s that we wouldn't consider to be classic sure. rock. Sure, of course. Prog rock or classic rock? I would call Rush prog rock. But they're classic. Yeah, for sure. Right? They can go yes. into both? They yes. can fit into both cubby holes? Yes. Well, a recent BuzzFeed.com poll asking people not about classic rock bands, because I think we know what the classic rock bands Stones. but about, about bands from the 80s and 90s. Because now we're talking about 30, 40 years ago, Shaw. Mm-hmm. I know. 1982. How many years ago was that? Okay, and so they're saying... That was 40 these, years ago. These so bands are these classic? Or? If you're a band from 82, let's say Poison or Motley Crue or any of those bands, are you classic rock? Well, I think the definition almost has to change over time, right? Right. I mean, doesn't it? I mean, are the Chili Peppers classic rock? You well, hear them on classic the, rock stations. These are the bands that they were asking about. So, number one, Green Day. Mm-hmm. Classic rock or no? Mm, not to me, but... Gene? I get where they're going here. I understand what's going on, but I... I... Probably not for me either. 85% of people said no. Yeah. 15% of people would say yes. Probably not for me. I, I get the argument. around since what, the late 80s? Yeah, I get the argument for it, but. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a, you know, identifier of your classic rock status, but it means you've been around for a bit. Mm-hmm. They're still touring. They still have pretty much the original lineup. They still got it on stage, so on yep. this summer. I think that plays a big part. Bon Jovi, there's some recent video of him having some trouble. Yeah. He might have to hang it up. He can't Vocals sing. aren't good right now. Ooh, man. <laughs> what about this band, Shaw? What about this one? You too. No. Classic. Oh, maybe. Been around since the maybe. late 70s. Maybe. A lot maybe. of hits in the 80s maybe. and 90s. Maybe very yes. early 2000s, but haven't been real viable since maybe 02, 03. What do you think, Shaw? You too, classic rock or not? Oh, man, I can, I can make, hear him being played on a classic yeah, rock station. I can station, make an argument so. for that. See, and that's the, that's the identifier for me. Can I hear Elton John, Crocodile Rock? Right. You two still haven't found what I'm looking for, and then the doors light my fire and think that that's a good segue. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would so, therefore, I guess they could be classic yeah, rock. Yeah, I'd say yes. Joshua 50, Tree, how can it not? 56% yeah. of people in this survey said yes. 44 said no. How about these guys? They've been around since the early 80s. Several member changes. Still doing it. Still putting out CDs. Still playing fast as ever. Can Metallica, though, be a classic rock band? Yes or no? Yes. Gene? Yeah. Shaw? Uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't think of them as that, but I I think you can make the argument. I find it hard to say that a band that is essential when it comes to thrash metal or speed metal. Yeah, I know. You cannot put them in. It just doesn't fit in that box. There's a whole, there's a thing about it. They're just so different from everybody else that's in there. I know, but. It's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Metallica, according to this survey, 59% of people said yes, 41 said no. There's a lot of other bands on this list, including Guns N' Roses, Pearl Jam. For sure, Guns N' Roses. Pumpkins on there. Here's an interesting one that I thought uh, they threw in there, which sort of kind of, I guess I don't know what box to put him in. Where do you put Prince? Yeah, I know. What is he? Universal. (laughs) But seriously, I mean, like what, what? I, that well, you don't with. I mean, that's the one of the things with Prince, right? He's, you can hear him on a top forty. So you, you, you can hear him. We he can hear him on Z ninety three. We can hear him on classic hits. We can hear him over here on the mm-hmm. rock. He's I one mean, of those kind of artists, though. The only, and, and that's super unique. The only station in the building you probably wouldn't hear him on is KQ ninety eight, right? Mm-hmm. But Prince gets fifty three percent of the votes for yes. Fifty three percent of the people voting on this Buzz, a Buzzfeed poll say that yes, Prince is in fact classic rock. Interesting. 
But then Check. with him, it depends on the songs, too, because some of them just don't, wouldn't fit that, I don't right. think. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. Does size matter? Um, most of me says no, but I mean, if it's, I, I guess I got to say if it's, you know, you said how, last how, week, how, how small you, you said so, last I mean, week, like, well, you la- said last week, you can't work with 40 seconds. Right. So obviously time is of an issue for you as yeah, well. Yeah, skill, obviously. But is it the motion of the ocean or the size of the wave? Shape. Shape I mean, like, bend, curve. yeah, I, I mean. Size matters. Just say real. Not not. I mean, once you get to unless it's freakish. Yes, that's what, that's what I'm saying, Sean. <laughs> unless you're like, is it in? And uh, once it, if you're, I mean, if it's, it, it can vary, and it that's ma- fine. It matters. It's okay to say it matters. It's all right. It's only if it's freakish. <laughs> <laughs> too big or too small, right? Right. Yes. Right. Otherwise, that in that normal average area, it doesn't matter. Being a man isn't about the penis. Did you know that, Gene? <laughs> okay. It actually is about penis, Shaw. I think all men would agree that Oprah's wrong on that one. We sort of identify ourselves with our size. Many of us won't admit it, but I think we're very peculiar when it comes to that whole region. A new study ranking the size of men's junk in 86 different countries around the world. Found out what? Uh, We're not as... We're not number one. We're not number one. We're definitely not number one. Had a mole on it. I'd recognize that penis anywhere. We're not even in the top 20 or 30 Ooh. or 40. Oh, no. We are in the top 50. We're right at the end of the top 50, Sean. That's we, not are, good. we are number 59 with an average of 5.35 inches. Now, that's average. There's obviously going to be outliers, Gene. There's going to be those nine, yeah. nine inches. There's going to be those one uh-huh. inches. Mm-hmm. There's going to be all sorts of different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is from a men's health company called From Mars. And supposedly, they used a lot of science with this. They used some Google data to come up with their num- their numbers in their study about uh, the size of men's junk. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Ecuador is first with an average of 6.93 inches. Congratulations, Ecuador. Man. 21 different countries clocked in at over 6 inches, including the top five. Ecuador, Cameroon. Isn't that where the guy on the train at the end? Yes. I'm from Cameroon. I'm from Cameroon. Merry New Year. (laughs) In this country, we say happy. Happy New Year. Uh, Bolivia, Sudan, and Haiti round out the top five. All of them over six inches. Randy here is going to eat your dick like Kobayashi. (laughs) (laughs) At 5.35 inches, the U.S. barely tops Japan at 5.34 But we rank higher than the UK, which has 5.17. Yeah, take that, England. Sorry, Carl. And Ireland at 5.03. Oh, Oh, man, those poor Irish guys. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do after that, Shaw? Mm -hmm. You open the box. (laughs) Canada and Mexico, both ranking higher than the U.S., our neighbors to the north and south. Mexico 29th at 5.87 inches, so they're not like... Not a huge discrepancy. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Canada is 12th at 6.19. Eh. Boy, all that poutine up there. What are you feeding that monster? Poutine. Sit around all day. Draw pictures of dicks. <laughs> like man dicks? <laughs> Finally, the last on the list, Shaw. Poor, poor guy. Somebody's got to be last. Somebody's got to be last. Cambodia. 3.95 inches. Is this where we're talking, Gene? Where you're at with the... Uh, where you're getting, like, size might matter. 3.95 inches. I'm assuming that's at attention, uh-huh. Shaw. I'm uh, assuming that's know. not flaccid. I'm assuming that's at attention. That's first thing in the morning. Is this the metric system? Wait, All what? All of you can kiss my rebel dick. Then it's Taiwan at 4.24. The Philippines at 4.27. Sri Lanka at 4.29. Hong Kong. At 4.41. 
But here in the U.S., out of the 86 countries that they ranked, from Mars says we're number 59, Sean. Uh-huh. Is it our diet? Is it the water? I don't know how they measure this. Is it the PFAS? Well, they well, usually take a ruler, the ruler, Shaw. Shaw. Right. <laughs> Tape measure. But nobody asked me to stand up and be measured here. You know what I'm saying? What, would you change the curve here for us? Would you, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just wondering how valid the science is here. Well, they looked at Google data. I mean, how accurate can the science actually be? But apparently we're not doing too well out there, man. <laughs> is there something we can do about it? Did they just talk to the wrong guys? I mean, well, I'm sure it was a medical thing. They did the averages. And I didn't was, even know a medical thing existed. I don't know. I don't think I, I've ever been to the doctor and had him say, hey, let me get that on measure. Let me, mm-hmm. you know, what's your height? What's your weight? What's your penis size? I don't, that's never, you know, turn right. your head and cough is a thing, obviously, Shaw. You know, but I don't know if there's ever been a moment in my adulthood where I've had the doctor say, hey, let's get a, no. let's get a quick measurement. <laughs> no? No, I have not either. Why don't you sit up here on the table? Just put some new paper on it. <laughs> no? Yeah. Let me get my tape measure. <laughs> You, Shaw, you never been mm-hmm. a, a part of any kind of... No, that's what I'm saying. I don't know anyone who has, so... Well, we're 59th. We got a lot of a lot of explaining to do. Sorry, ladies. We're trying. It's not our fault. We happen to just be born in America, not in Canada. If we were Canadian, we'd have a lot more love to give. Right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Those Canadians rocking those 6.19ers. Come on back. What's your 6.19er? <laughs> but there you go. Apparently, uh, we're not doing too well when it comes to wiener size in the world. But we're not the worst. We aren't. We're not. We're not. Uh, what was that? Cameroon? No, not Cameroon. Uh, Cambodia. Cambodia. Yeah. yeah. 3.95. That's, that's rough. Oof. <laughs> that's rough. I would not want to wake up every morning with that. You're like, come on, little buddy. <laughs> got to help me out today. Can we get over four? We're like a .05 away. <laughs> You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Uh, speaking of food on 420, mm-hmm. some of the chain national chain restaurants do uh, deals on holidays <laughs> for people that need munchies, delicious snacks. One of those is Jimmy John's. Got some Jimmy John's in the area. Sure do. They're running a uh, promotion called How High Are You? A stoner special, huh? And the discount depends on your elevation, Shaw. <laughs> Whoa, man. How much is it, man? I don't know, man. So here's the here's the deal. You go to gethighwithjimmyjohns.com. I'm not lying. Subtle. Hey, man. Gethighwithjimmyjohns.com. Okay. It'll tell you whether you're not so high, kind of high, or the highest based on your elevation, and you can get up to 20% off, depending on how high you are. So in Denver, you're going to get 20% off. They're also handing out free sandwiches to people in Leadville, Colorado, because it's the highest city in America at 10,151 feet. So yeah, sort of near Denver, people will be getting some free sandwiches, Mm -hmm. Shaw. That's from Jimmy Jones. Because they're really high over there. Um, also, uh, toppers. Now, I don't know if they're doing that here locally, so you might want to check. But April 20th is Worldwide Topper Sticks Day at Topper's Pizza. They just made up their own damn holiday. <laughs> hey, man, let's do a holiday. on. Okay, I get that. I'm down with some topper sticks. Mm-hmm. Why am I not eating those right now, Shaw? Garlicky breadsticks, you bet. Oh, man. Why you got to dip them in the garlic butter? Mm. 50% off at uh, any order of 24 original style uh, topper sticks. And for an extra buck, you can select from its host of breadsticks, which come in a variety of flavors from nacho uh, to birthday cake, which is obviously a dessert topper sticks. But, uh, yeah, it's national or worldwide topper sticks day on top of 420 and national cheddar fries day. And you can get some deals there. But uh, that's about it in terms of uh, deals for the national chains that we have here in town that I saw. Uh, TGI Fridays has a blazed and glazed chicken finger sliders meal as well apparently I don't know if that has much to do with 420 but but it is blazed and glazed man Mm -hmm. don't discount the glazed part Shaw sometimes that's all you need in the afternoon is to get blazed and glazed right Gene on 420 is that what you're saying yeah man not awesome not great the best is yet to come a better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And if you open up 
the cover of the 2013 Rock Calendar. I'm doing that right now. Celebrating 15 years of rock. Goddamn world. The first picture, beautiful, blonde, bikini, sandbar, enjoying the the river, the water. Uh, I was there uh, when that picture was taken. Uh, The lovely Lauren, our 2013 calendar girl, joining us on the phone, who is now known by her other name, Pound Town. Hi. How are you doing, Lauren? Good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. So I think it was, was it Sunday? Monday. Monday. So Monday, Mm -hmm. I'm scrolling through Facebook in the afternoon. I see uh, a couple people, uh, Lauren herself, had shared the Zillow Gone Wild. It was 38 minutes after Zillow Gone Wild had posted it. So I then shared that on The Rock's Facebook page, and, of course, the comments went crazy. And then I checked back, and about a 1,000 of my friends on Facebook had shared it. And that's when I knew we were in some deep trouble because that thing was going viral, and there's nothing you can do once things start to go viral. Right, Lauren? All right. You've gone national, too. I mean, you, I, I heard yesterday Jim Rome on our on our Dirty Uncle Station, WKTY, talking about it on his show, a national show that's been around for like 30 years. What's the, what's the, is that the biggest uh, national program that's been in contact with you about? You were on Fox News, too, weren't you? Yeah, I, I did an interview with Fox News, um, but that was for an article. Um, so, yeah, those two were probably the biggest. Um, the Sun contacted us. The one from the the sun. The oh yeah, they love those stories. Uh, so Lauren, Lauren was upset at me because I reached out to her and I and I said, hey, uh, on on Monday I said, hey, look, if things get too crazy and you want me to take it down, let me know. And she was like, no, it's cool, whatever. And then I said, well, why don't we get you on the show? Uh, you know, we'll talk mm-hmm. to you about Very it. Busy. I said, what year were you in the calendar? Because I I can't remember. And she's like, I can't believe you don't remember. And I was like, dude. <laughs> I, I did the calendar for like 10 years. I had like 70 girls. I can't remember every year. I remember the girls, just not the years. But I'm important because I was sassy and I was one to remember, yes. I feel like. Jean remembered the fact that you had blonde hair, but she's upset because now you don't have blonde hair. What is no, your natural hair color? Brown. Brown. Right, like it is now. Well, you're okay. a mom. I didn't think yeah. you were doing all of that now anymore. So you've got three young ones. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yes, a- I do. Ages, Lauren? Um, eight, five, and three. Yeah, you're a busy lady, and you are selling your yeah. house. This, I don't think it's yeah. your house. You're, you, so you guys are flipping houses. Is that what you've been doing for no. a while? Yeah, um, but this is our house. Okay, so you've so, lived here for how long in this house, in Poundtown? How long have you lived in Poundtown? <laughs> Two years. Two years you've been living in Poundtown, yeah. and uh, you've got, I, I tell you what, I, I, I admire your eye for decorations. I mean, yeah, it's, it looks like a beautiful, beautiful house. Home. Um, Thank you. And Apparently, nobody else likes it. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I tell those people? F off. Uh, but, yeah. But so you've got you've got these signs, you know, live, laugh, love and laundry and welcome and all these things. <laughs> no, we know about these signs. My wife goes, I get dragged. I get dragged to TJ Maxx every weekend. I know how it works. Uh, but you've yeah. got one sign in particular that apparently you made. Yes, I did. And yes, I did. Did you get inspired from another uh, source, or was this something you came up with yourself? I unfortunately I didn't come up with it myself, but I saw it and I knew like that this was me. I had to have it. Like, now, when you got the pictures taken for the for the for the listing, did you intentionally did leave that mind? in, or was it sort of like, oh, I forgot to take that out? I did not forget, and that's one thing that everybody's saying is that it was unintentional, but. It was 100% intentional. I wanted to leave it there. I was hoping that nobody would notice because I thought it would be hilarious. And it is hilarious. So let's talk percentage. Yeah, let's talk percentage of, of reactions. What's the what's the good to the bad in terms of percentage? So the sign says welcome to Pound Town and it hangs above your master bedroom. And your kids, right. obviously your eight-year-old can read that, but has probably no concept of what any of that means. But now all of a sudden no. people are calling mommy about the sign that's above the bed. So you put it on, on Zillow and, and, and by the way, is the household? We accepted an offer last night. How much more than your asking price did was it? Because this happens. Oh, I'm not, I'm not telling that. I, I, I just sold a house a couple years ago, and we got almost twice what we paid for it. 
Uh, so I, I'm yeah. sure you guys did okay in the deal, but we uh, did good. I'll just say I'll just say we did really good and better than what we expected. Was there any stipulations from the people purchasing your house about the pound town sign? Like this has to come with the house now? No, no, not at all. And they really? actually looked at it before before pound town was. You think you'd write that into the into the contract there, but uh, Lauren, our 2013 counter girl, You're crafty. aka nice. Pound Town, is this going to be a thing for you going forward? Where every time you try to flip or sell a house, you're going to try to find some unique signs to put in there? Maybe I guess, but I mean, we're we're moving now, and Pound Town's coming with us. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. It should, you know, it should. It should. every house that we go to now is just going to be the Pound Town. I love the Pound Town House. Well, uh, Black Nick, <laughs> our uh, former Rocktoberfest master, says he worked with you at Broncos when you were a bartender yeah. and that you were sassy as F. AF, he says, LOL. <laughs> oh, look at her. Yeah, he's one of my one of my really close friends, yeah, and Nick's, I am sassy, you know. Nick's, you Nick's know. one of our good friends. We love Nick, and uh, he's got one of yeah. the biggest tongues I've ever seen. I've never seen anything so big. I know. Isn't that insane? <laughs> yeah, every time I see him with a lady, she's very smiley. She's a lot of smiles on her face. <laughs> well, you know why. Yeah, well, what? Lauren. The, the big tongue. Yeah, Lauren, it's been great to talk to you and reminisce a little bit about the, the olden days 10 years ago when the 2013 Rock Calendar came out. Uh, and uh, good luck in the future with Pound Town. Are we done with, with kids? Is that it? Three? Is that the number? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're done with 12 kids. girls to wear red yellow and black I got lucky that year that was a, I got lucky that year I don't know Chelsea helped me out a lot and <laughs> all, uh, Tessa they all wore red I know, yellow got, and black I think we bought them I th- didn't we buy those or did we ask we you guys to wear them no no you just told us you just told us this is the color you wear See, and that was a good year those girls listened to me they actually listened to me and then, how did we do that I think that was the one year the girl uh in the when you were changing when you were changing and you saw something you didn't want to see all right Lauren we gotta go all right Good to talk to you, sweetie. Congratulations yeah, on selling you. your house as well. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. glad it sold. And uh, Lauren, our 2013 calendar girl, joining us on the phone talking about the Pound Town sign. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where is this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs, so no real pressure here this morning, Shaw. We had a big $70 winner last week. Jean thinks you're going to get it. She's blasé about the whole situation, but she said yes. (laughs) Well, thank you for your support. She had to choose one, Shaw. Right. Randomly. She asked if there was a third option. Hmm. Is it is it yes, no, and maybe well, a third I option? I wasn't sure, Shaw. There is not a third option. But uh, as always, Gene's opinion does not really matter when it comes to you. Killing me, Shaw's. It's all about caller 15, 608 is the number. Who this? This is Jeremy. Jeremy, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am. All right, Jeremy, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? I don't think he's going to know it today. You're saying no. What are you going to do with my 10 bucks if you win, Jeremy? Donate to the Rock Foundation. Oh, man. Nice I told guy. you, Shaw, once it gets over 50 bucks, right. all bets are off. That philanthropic feeling that people have disappears completely. They no longer want to donate the money after $50. They're like, no, I could really use that $50. Mm, ten, ten bucks, whatever. I might not even stop and turn around if $10. Like the other, perfect example. The other day, the, the little car wash down here on 2nd Street by uh, the, what is that place, that doll or whatever that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. The one oh, that I faces know. Second, saying, yep, yep. There's one down here that faces 2nd mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Street. I pulled up. It was a windy day. I rolled down my truck window. I wanted to wash. It was $10. I took out a $10 bill. Yep. As I go to put it in, I... I it blows away. It blew away. And, oh. I, and for a second, because nobody was behind me, but I was so far up that if I opened my door, I wouldn't be able to get out because of the car wash thing was right there on the side of the door. So I, for a second or two, I said, you know what? Whatever, I'll just use my card, and the $10 can just go. And then I said, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm not rich. Right. So I backed up, and I went and got my $10 bill, put it in the machine, and mm-hmm, I got my $10 mm-hmm, car mm-hmm, wash. Mm-hmm. But for a second there, I literally was like, yeah, whatever, 10 bucks. 
happen? I was like, are you really that lazy? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. All right, so uh, Gene thinks you're going to know it. Jeremy does not think you're going to know it. Right. So are you ready? I think so. It is short. It is one word. It's hardly <laughs> even a word. Oh, come on. It's more of a sound. Listen closely. Yarp. Did you catch that? No. Listen again. Yarp. Did you hear him? Yeah, I think so. What did he say? I think he said yarp. Oh. oh, oh. That yarp. Was you want to hear it again? Why, why not? One last time, Shaw. Listen closely. Yarp. You're right. He did say yarp. Huh. I say yarp a lot. If you get it right, we'll double it. It'll be $20. If you get it wrong, then Jeremy wins and the $10 goes to the Rock Foundation, which I don't want to happen. You're not giving me much to work with here, really. No, but come on. It's a huge. Really? From the yeah, for, Well, maybe just for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll say um, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no. Yarp. Oh, Michael the Trolley Boy. You don't remember? I've said this a million times. Michael the Trolley Boy from Hot Fuzz. Oh, man, I've seen that movie. Up in the air and gone, ah. No, I have not ever fired my gun up in the air and gone, ah. No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? Michael the Trolley Boy, who ended up being, uh, what was it, the Mountain uh, or the Hound on Game of Thrones. His one word was Yarp <laughs> in the movie Hot Fuzz, which was in American theaters on this day in 2007, oh. Shaw. Good movie. I just don't necessarily Love remember that scene. that movie. Going to watch it today. Maybe twice. <laughs> How do you feel about them apples, Gene? <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me a hard time about watching movies. Might watch the same movie twice. Hot Fuzz, one of my all-time favorites, Shaw. Uh, Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. Nick Frost. You got, uh, what's his name, Timothy Dalton in there. I'm a slasher. <laughs> slasher of prices. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Jeremy was right. You did not know it, so $10 goes to the Rock Foundation. It'll be another 10 bucks next week for you killing me, Shaw's. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You might remember last year before the NBA Finals, Stephen A. Smith, ESPN, the guy who yells a lot, says a lot of stupid things, said something stupid in (laughs) reference to the city of Milwaukee. Said it was a terrible city. Wouldn't want to go. And, of course, uh, fans and people who live in Milwaukee were none too pleased about that. And he was asked uh, to clarify his statements. I'd like to add that I want the city of Milwaukee to grow the hell up. Stop being so damn sensitive. Let me be very, very clear. The arena, Pfizer Arena, is a first-class arena. That's what the Milwaukee Bucks franchise needed in order for them to stay in that city. The fans there outstanding great fan base great people i got a lot of friends there i said nothing about the people i said nothing about the fans i said nothing about the arena which is first class but forgive me if i don't like cold weather i've spoken against chicago (laughs) that's what is minneapolis i said i I asked my boy uh, you know in this church i said how could you do that to them having them in freezing behind minneapolis okay everybody knows that i've spoken against cold weather cities all the time and damn it i ain't apologizing and i'm not changing the funny part is that the nba finals are in like july so it's not freezing in Milwaukee. <laughs> so his point dummy. is he doesn't like cities that are cold, right. but it has nothing to do with anything about the city other than the weather? Look, I don't like hot weather. I get it. I don't want to live in Arizona. I'll go there in November uh-huh, when it's not too uh-huh, bad. Uh-huh. December, January, February maybe. But yeah, so Stephen A. Smith made some comments about Milwaukee. People got mad. He didn't issue a, an apology. And uh, now that the Bucks are back in the playoffs and making a uh, another trip towards the NBA Finals, The mayor, the new mayor of Milwaukee, Cavalier Johnson, has uh, sent a gift basket and a statement to ESPN and the members of First Take, including Stephen A. Smith. From Milwaukee, First Take, it's Mayor Cavalier Johnson. You don't know what you're missing. This is a great city. Yes, we are home to the NBA world champion Milwaukee Bucks, the defending world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Stephen A., Molly, Kendrick, you had some harsh words about my city last year, and you were wrong about Milwaukee. You saw the large crowds in front of Pfizer Forum during the NBA Finals. Milwaukee is an enthusiastic sports town. 
We also are a city with wonderful quality of life, a beautiful lakefront, great restaurants and museums. We're a city that loves to celebrate. We'll celebrate almost anything in Milwaukee. So bring first take to Milwaukee and we'll celebrate that too. Bucks and six. Go Milwaukee Bucks. Boy, that guy went to the Obama School of Speech, huh? Cavalier Johnson. Okay. The way he delivers his his diction, if you will. Uh, very Obama-like. He said the gift basket to ESPN anchors as the Bucks continue their playoff run, including Stephen A. Smith. Saying, hey, why don't you why don't you come on by? We'll party. We'll have a good time. The gift basket included t-shirts. <laughs> Bucks wine. I didn't know the Bucks had a wine. I didn't either. I'm sure it's a wine that just has the Bucks logo I'm on it. I'm sure of that. I don't think they're brewing it in the basement. <laughs> Pfizer Forum basement wine. Is that what's going on? Two buck buck. Uh, popcorn, cheese, chocolate, sausage, brats, and other goodies. Obviously, all things Wisconsin. Uh, Smith then responded. Stephen A. Smith responded by first poking fun at Johnson's first name, which is Cavalier. Said he didn't like that Milwaukee was cold. Said he had lots of friends in Milwaukee. It's a great city. It's just too damn cold most of the year, and I'm not apologizing for that. <laughs> Maybe the gift basket will change his mind. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Who's got the best fast food breakfast? Well, I rarely get fast food breakfast because I'm here. But Right. So I'm not an expert in such matters. Gene? I'm not saying you have to be an expert, but... Well, I probably my two go-tos would be either Quick Trip and the Tornados, <laughs> like the spicy buffalo chicken cheesy thing. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or uh, McDonald's burritos with a little salsa pack. Well, uh, Quick Trip is not involved in this because it's a national thing. Uh, Thrillist.com. Releasing the results of their third annual Fasties, the Fast Food Awards, Shaw. And who do you think had the best breakfast, uh, best fast food breakfast out there of the national chains? McDonald's. I'll say McDonald's, yeah. Wendy's. Mm. And what is it? There's no particular item. It's just just they have the overall, they have the best fast food breakfast. This is according to the Fasties by Thrillist.com. Runners up are Chick-fil-A and McDonald's in third. I don't have a Chick-fil-A. What about best cheeseburger? Mm, Culver's. There you That's go. what I was going to say too. Number one, interesting. Is it really? Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of a kind of a hidden gem there, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the Midwest, but you know, nationally, uh, a lot of people would say In and Out Burger or uh, maybe Sonic. But uh, yeah, Culver's Double Butter Burger with Cheese is number one. Runners up include In and Out's Double Double and the Sonic Supersonic Double Cheeseburger. Uh, best fried chicken sandwiches. Mm. Chick Fil A. Yeah. Nope. Right. Nope. Chick-fil-A is not even in the top three. Hmm. You're, you're going to be shocked at number one. This really? is Thrillist.com and their third annual Fasties Awards. Dude, I like food. that. I like the new uh, spicy chicken at Culver's. Shaw, if you haven't had that, have it's not. just a little, it's enough to have the spice without it being over the top. You put some mayo on there. It's a we'll pickles, the, lettuce. We'll get to the spicy one here okay, in a second. But according, according to their, uh, their, their article here, the best fried chicken sandwich is Burger King's Chicken Sandwich. Hmm. Runners up are Popeye's chicken sandwich and then KFC's chicken sandwich. Yeah, I was wondering the, about that. The spicy chicken sandwiches. Popeye's takes the uh, top notch here with their spicy chicken sandwich. Then Burger King's spicy chicken sandwich. Boy, I, what's going on with Burger King right. and the chicken sandwiches? And then the KFC spicy chicken. So apparently uh, Chick-fil-A not not huh. very well liked by Thrillist.com. Uh, moving on to French fries, right? We all love fries, Shaw. Best fries. I'm still going McDonald's, even though Wendy's claims that theirs are better now. But I'm an Arby's guy. Curly fries with mm. a little seasoning. I could eat seven or eight of the large uh, orders of those things, and that's uh, why they're number one. Arby's curly fries, no, numero uno, followed by McDonald's, which I agree, some of the best fries. Mm. And then Chick-fil-A's waffle fries at, at number three. Uh, this is Thrillist.com, their third annual Fasties, Fast Food Awards. What about Nuggies? What about Nuggies, Shaw? Who's got the best Nuggies? The war for chicken nuggets oh, is, is heavy duty here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got nuggets now. Even Taco Place has got nuggets. Number one is Arby's. They're premium chicken oh, nuggets. Okay. Runners up are Popeye's nuggets and then Chick-fil-A's. Best menu item of the year. 
According to Thrillist.com, their third annual Fasties Fast Food Awards. You want to take a stab at it, Shaw? Um, the best item of the menu year? Menu item of the year. The best menu item uh, yeah, of the I year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Taco Bell's Crispy Chicken Sandwich Taco. I was just going to add, was it Mexican pizza? Because that comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, no. That's, it's not it? No, because it's not on the menu oh, currently. And then their most valuable pickle. I don't know what that means. Their MVP is Burger King's Chicken Sandwich. Hmm. So there you go. You can see more at Thrillist.com. But uh, the Fasties, their third annual fast food awards. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. You got cleaning projects happening this weekend, Gene? This weekend, I'm actually out of town. So no. But. You got a big spring clean coming? Did the windows a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I know you're. Pulled the stove out. out. Oh, you really? Ooh. Boy, oh boy, you really went after it. So you've already done all that. Then, no, huh? well, I mean, I did those things. Don't I don't you know normally that. swap out the clothes, too? Isn't there a big clothes swap? That's from... already happened. Wow, you're way ahead of the game here. Shaw, have you done any of this No, stuff? I've not done any clothes swapping yet. I'm eagerly awaiting my opportunity. <laughs> well, it's kind of half swapped, right. Shaw, because you had to keep the... I want to get my shorts out, but... You... I officially put away, like, the boots and the winter jacket and all that stuff. What's left on your to-do list, then? Me? Yeah. Jeez, oh, everything? Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you already did it all. Pulled out the stove, you all. did the windows, you swapped out the clothes. Oh, that's it? That's all I had? And then I can be done? Cool. Well, what else? You got a, other stuff to do? or? Yeah. <laughs> always. Here's Family some, five? Yeah, always something to do. There's a mistake uh, or two you might be making with your to-do list, according to an uh, all right. expert. Uh, one of these to-do lists. Uh, who's uh, Mar- Marie? What's her name? Oh, I don't know. Is this the minimize? Uh, your- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes my happy space, whatever yeah, her name is. Yeah. The lady on the internet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. It's not her, but someone similar to her uh, came up with a, a, a list of mistakes you're making with your to-do list, Shaw. Hmm. Not making an actual list. <laughs> oh, I'm a list guy. So is Jean. Mm-hmm. Even though you can't read it because her penmanship mm-hmm. sucks. But uh, writing down things, Shaw, making an actual physical list or typing something up as opposed to just sort of a mental checklist. You might forget something. You have that list in front of you. You can check things off. Uh, Don't treat it like a wish list. Should be a plan of action. Right. Well, don't put things on there that maybe you've dreamed about doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I I thought about doing this in the backyard, a big project that I've always dreamed about, like a nice new fire pit or something along those lines. I know I'm not really going to do it, but I'm going to put it on the list. Right. Something that isn't a pipe dream, Shaw. Make sure it's not a wish list, something that actually needs to get done. Uh, Making your list too long. There you go. I like Mm -hmm. that. You know, be be succinct. So you, know? you can feel successful if it's not too long. Is it the well? Yeah, be terse. You don't have to you know be wordy. You can just be uh, a couple of words. You can get the job done, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have seventeen. You're not going to get there. all of those things done. Why put them on the list? No, don't be too ambitious. Just put a couple of things on there, and then uh, the uh, feeling of accomplishment is is great afterwards because you only had to do three things. Uh, not breaking down bigger projects into smaller chunks. And got to start somewhere. Okay. When your list is a mix of big and small stuff, you might want to do the small stuff first and then never get to the big stuff. Mm-hmm. So instead of something like paint the bedroom, start with choose a color, buy paints, tape, then mm-hmm. paint. You know what I mean? Break mm-hmm. down that project. And then last but not least on a uh, list of mistakes you might be making with your to-do list, Shaw, uh, adding a bunch of tiny tasks just so you can cross stuff off. No. So, <laughs> insignificant things like go to the store. You know what I mean? Okay, get, we got it. We got I don't it. need you to get, put that on the list. I yeah. know I'm going to do that. Uh, some people even add things they've already done just so their list looks better. Really? People are trying to fool themselves? Right. Is that like someone setting the, the, the snooze on their alarm clock? You know what I mean? I My do, wife does that. I she, do that too. She sets her alarm clock 10 minutes early. It's faster, mm-hmm. yeah. Me too. No, so that when she looks <laughs> at it, she's... Stop? Yeah, I do. You're, I've you're, done it forever. I don't you're know. Right, everybody tra- around you is doing... You what is wrong with you people? Don't you <laughs> live in reality? and your wife. Jesus Christ. I'm living with a bunch of psychos. Mm-hmm. Everyone sets their clock 10 minutes ahead, so yes. they fool themselves into thinking, I even though you know it's not that time. It works. I'm never late. But how does it work? You know what time it is. I know. So if it's the actual time, then it's, just you get just up. skip it to go, oh, it's 10 Oh, minutes. my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Okay, so lists. Got it. You don't... Y- Make attainable lists, Shaw. Is that what you took out of that? Mm-hmm. Make short I mean, ones, yeah, and right. then you feel better about yourself. I just want to clarify, because yeah. this is what my wife does. So the clock on her side of the bed mm-hmm. is 10 minutes ahead of what time it actually is. Mine mm-hmm. is 20 minutes fast. 
So right now it's 820. Her clock on her side of the bed mm-hmm. says 810. And Shaw says 840. Mm-hmm. No, yours says 8 o'clock. Hers is 10 minutes earlier. Now you got me confused. I don't remember. I just know when it goes off, it's time to get up. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Today is a great day. Why? Why is that? It is Earth Day. I mean, I love the Earth. Mother Earth has provided all this. Earth Day? Oh, much better than Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Protect Mother Earth. Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day has been around since 1970. Best Earth Day ever. (laughs) Happy Earth Day, everyone. I'm Recyclops. How about some Earth Day entertainment? Showtime. Earth Day, Shaw. Started in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, by Gaylord Nelson, former U.S. Senator. Gaylord Nelson. Mm -hmm. 1970, I think. Correct. 72, somewhere around there. Yeah, 1970, the very first Earth Day celebrated. So what are you doing to make the Earth a better place, Shaw? Well, maybe I'll clean up some trash in my yard today. We recycle quite a bit. Oh, yeah, we do too. I like the, you know, the single stream. That makes things a lot easier. Just mm-hmm. dumping everything into a bin. That makes it a, a I lot I recycle easier. more than I throw away these days. Oh, we do too. Yeah, well, bottles and cans, mm-hmm. clap your hands, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Beck said. Bottles and hands, and just clap your hands, and just clap your hands. A lot of beer in my house. <laughs> but uh, Earth Day's here, and a new study has found that 92% of homeowners have invested in a green, eco-friendly home improvement over the last year. Things like sealing and caulking your windows. Obviously, uh, you know, energy efficiency, right, is Mm -hmm. the big deal. Improving insulation, especially if you got an old house. Installing smart thermostats, right? Not just that dial. Right. Don't touch that thermostat. (laughs) Installing low-flow toilets. I'm not doing that. Sorry. There's one thing that I'm not going to do, and that's toilet stuff. You want the full force flush? I I want the hardest flushing toilet (laughs) you can give me. I want that stuff gone. I want 8,000 gallons of water, and I want it high pressure like a fire hose. I want it out of here. And uh, replacing old appliances with smart energy ones. I will say one thing. The majority of new appliances and new things, they break a lot easier than the ones from the 70s did. Yeah, yeah there's more computer technology in them and so forth. Well, the, the stuff, like your refrigerator from the 60s, one of those ice boxes, yep. you know, those will last forever. True, until you bury them in the ground. <laughs> In your backyard down there in Iowa. Uh, People have also been making some intentional lifestyle changes, too. 47% of people say they wash clothes in cold water now. To a smaller load, so you're not using as much water. Well, the the washer and dryer thing, right? They're all smart now, right? So they can tell how much laundry's in there and how much water to use. That's what ours does. Hmm. Um, So we're not too worried about that. Uh, 42% of people replace regular light bulbs with LED ones. Yeah, I've done that. Done that. We got that in our house. 39% 39% of people say they've gotten better at recycling. 31 have switched to eco-friendly cleaning products. No. Uh, and 29% have started taking shorter showers. No. No. I compost. Yeah. Until you get a ticket from the city, right? <laughs> Just a warning. Yeah. One warning. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth, Shaw. It's mm-hmm. Earth Day. And uh, here are five easy, eco-friendly things you can do. Okay. So if you're not doing these things, these are apparently things that are easy to do. Maybe don't cost you a lot. It might make a difference. It might make a little difference, yeah. right? If everybody pitches in a little bit, then we, we help out a lot, right? Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth on Earth Day. Uh, turn the faucet off when you're brushing your teeth, washing your face, or shaving to save water. Yeah, my dad taught me that a long time ago. Oh, your dad taught you a lot about being, did. being frugal, right? Mm-hmm. This is his middle name. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> uh, speaking of water, you can reduce the number of plastic water bottles that end up in our oceans and landfills by using re- uh, reusable water bottles. Right. Uh, so what I I tend to do is I still have plastic uh, because I buy the two for two twenty two at Quick Trip, and then I just use the one water bottle here at work and one at home. Sure. And I refill it. Uh, we've got a water, you know, a Culligan thing here at, at work that I refill the water bottle with, and then at home our fridge has got a water spout dispenser, yeah. And I just refill for a couple of weeks, and then when the bottle uh, starts to get a little funky, then I throw it away mm-hmm. or recycle it. Excuse me. Uh, a third thing you can do, easy, eco-friendly things you can do on Earth Day. Welcome to Earth. Look for leaks in your house. A leaky toilet. This is crazy. I didn't know this stat. A leaky toilet can waste 200 gallons a day. A day? Yeah, a wow. day. 200 gallons wow. a day. Uh, if you want to detect a leak in your toilet, they say add food coloring to the tank water. If the colored water appears in the bowl, then the toilet is leaking. leaking. Yep. And then you've got a problem on your hand. So 
Uh, this one is a no-brainer here on Earth Day. Welcome to Earth. Take reusable shopping bags with you to the grocery store, Target, the mall, mm-hmm. wherever you're going to go. If you're going to be, you know, getting bags. I mean, we've got so many plastic bags. Oh, from, it's crazy. From the grocery store. I use them for dog, you know, poop when we're walking the dogs, pick up the dog poop. But I never take them back to reuse, you know what I mean? When we right. go back, I see people doing that. And, or we they use them the as trash can liners, you know, the smaller I do that in my truck. I bags. got a little small one in my truck. At least they're getting a second use that way. Uh, and then last but not least, Shaw, five easy, eco-friendly things you can do on Earth Day. Welcome to Earth. Walk or bike instead of driving. Sure. Makes Help, a difference. Helps out the CO2 emissions, mm-hmm. can get you some exercise. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. Oh, yeah, Shaw. It's finally here. And even though it's raining today and you lied to me, mm-hmm. it's going to be nice tomorrow, right? Uh, that's what it says. 74 with a mix of sun and clouds, maybe a drop of rain or two. But After those, 4 p.m. Those showers and thunderstorms that we had seen in the forecast earlier this week are gone. Yeah, I'm going to be breezy tomorrow, but uh, that's, that's okay. Fine. Warm it's, breeze. I can drink beer in the wind. Yep, me too. And that's exactly what I'm doing this weekend. As the popular T-shirt... And memes say, you might have seen these on the social medias, Shaw, it's a bad weekend to be a beer. Because <laughs> I'm going to be drinking some beer. You're going to get downed. Uh, Taster's Eve starts tonight. The night before. Yeah, lots of bars will be sampling some of those products you can try. Yeah, to there's a bunch of places that are doing some cool things. And Pearl Street Brewery is where I'm going to be at. There's a shuttle, actually, Shaw, that you can take. And it goes in a loop continuously from 5 until 10. It drops off here and there throughout the community at okay. a bunch of different places, and you can go and celebrate Between the Bluffs Beer, Wine, and Cheese Festival pregame action. Pearl Street Brewery, they're going to have some live tunes tonight from the Mayfield Experience. They're going to have a bunch of delicious beers on tap as well, and some stellar food from the Monkey Business Food Truck. You ever had the food from the Monkey I Business? I don't think I have. Good Lord, it's a life changer. Really? Oh, my God. you got to get out and experience it. Taster's Eve, also going to be stopping at a bunch of other places like Lost Island Wine and Skeleton Crew Brew out in Alaska. Obviously, the distilling company here in downtown La Crosse, Shuby's Neighborhood mm-hmm. Butcher over there on State. You got uh, 608 Brewing Company. Also, David Ray's Modern Diner and Tavern. Bodega's doing some stuff. Swing Bridge Pub over in La Crescent. So get online. Uh, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. There's links to all of those things. There's links and maps and all that stuff. You can find out all the information about Taster's Eve. You can even find it at aroundrivercity.com. And then, of course, tomorrow, Shaw, Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Tomorrow's the big one. The return hmm. of Between the Bluffs, Beer, Wine, and Cheese Fest. Been around since, what, 02? 02. And that's back when it was at the brewery still. Yeah, I was there that first year. Yeah, I was uh, not there the first year or the second year because I didn't move here till November of 2003. But in 04, it was still down at the brewery, mm-hmm. and it was a blast, man. I had so much fun. Obviously, there's VIP and GA tickets still available for Between the Bluffs Beer, Wine, and Cheese Fest at the Southside Fest Grounds. The VIP gets you in early, two hours early. You get in at noon. There's a VIP parking area. There's a souvenir sampling glass. It's a little less a, crowded. Yeah, a little less crowded. There's some VIP offerings in the VIP tents, including food. Right? There's a provided meal, and there's also some other uh, specialty beers that only the VIPs can get. And uh, everybody that goes, this is important. Let's remember, drink responsibly. Of course. Don't drive after you've been having a few. Right. There's no shortage of options to get you where you got to go, whether you set it up with a DD in advance or you take advantage of a Lyft or an mm-hmm. Uber or a cab. Uh, the Caver- uh, the Lacrosse County Tavern League, as well, is providing a voucher for a free safe ride uh, for everybody that goes. So if you want to take advantage of that, you can certainly do that. But tomorrow, it's, of course, Beer, Wine, and Cheese Fest down at the Southside Fest Grounds. Very excited about that one, Shaw. I'll be your MC. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some live music. There's going to be some beers. There's going to be wines and cheeses and meats and seltzers and ciders and everything you want. And then, of course, on hashtag Sunday Funday Shaw, if you just can't get enough and you want some more drinks, music, and good times, get to the Robin's Nest on the island. Great River Troubadours. 
That sounds like fun. Our buddy Dusty Lamb and his group of of, of merry mayhem mm-hmm. makers, uh, music makers, they'll be playing from 2 until 5 at Robin's Nest. No cover. Stop by. Have some food. Have some drinks and watch the Great River Troubadours on hashtag Sunday Funny. But there you go. A list of three things to do it's in a and big around weekend. lacrosse this weekend. As I mentioned earlier, it's a bad weekend <laughs> to be a beer. <laughs> Check I'm going out, down. Yeah, check out my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And, again, there's plenty of other events happening. If beer, wine, and cheese and all that is not your jam, there's so many other things happening in this community. Uh, now that weather is, you know, started right. to ramp up, Shaw, you can find a lot of those at aroundrivercity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to talk about or you want to see featured on that website, you can submit it for free. It's a pretty sweet deal mm-hmm. right there at aroundrivercity.com. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.